This is the Off Kilter Podcast. It is about breaking rules, listening to your ovaries, and coloring outside of the lines. Each week, we will connect and be in conversation about how to reignite your sexuality, feel powerfully graceful, and deeply connected to your body, all while navigating life. I am your teacher, Amy Kate Burr. Hello, happy Wednesday. Welcome to episode seven of the Off Kilter podcast. This is training. This is training uh, really communicates what training means to me. And it was birthed from a couple of conversations that I had over the past week uh, with women around training. Uh, They were really interested in the type of training that I was doing and some reached out and connected to me about programming uh, and doing all these cool things that they see me doing through my social media. So where I navigated this to was asking them why they train and really getting into this uh, concept of training. What did training mean to them? And so this episode today is about me sharing with you what training means to me, how I view training, my why behind the type of training that I do. So let's do this. For me, training seeks more, more than working out, than sweating then burning calories, then getting lean, then losing weight. It's more than the numbers. And a lot of you might be feeling that it could be impossible to get results or to lose weight or change your body composition without high-intensity training. And I understand why you might have that belief. If we train harder and longer, we get better and we get results quicker. Yes, it makes sense in theory, and it can be achieved for a little while, but it's not sustainable, and it is almost always at the detriment to other areas of our health, and it can show up as hormonal imbalances, poor immunity, low energy, poor recovery, and even weight gain, uh, particularly abdominal adiposity. So... I started to pay attention to the context and intention behind why women were training. What was their why? Uh, What dialogue were they using? And what I started to notice was that the intention behind training was from fear, comparison, competition, and scarcity. And what I mean by that is if it's from fear, It's about the outcome or the result. It's about the numbers, the weight, the shape, the size. Uh, This ties into a comparison mindset, which is fueled by social media. And most often social media triggers and it doesn't inspire. And then they come from a place of scarcity with their training. So training more and then reducing other resources their food, reducing their time uh, of rest, of sleep, of nourishment. And what was happening was that they were experiencing burnout, 
hormonal imbalances and really had stagnated in cultivating results or getting stronger or changing their body composition, some even increasing abdominal adiposity. So I dug a little deeper and I did a little bit of qualitative research uh, with my female students and then I looked further into the studies. And what we have found is that cortisol increases abdominal adiposity. High cortisol levels uh, cause us to not recover from training. They lower our immune system. They cause our hormones to become really unhappy. All of these things really result in a stagnation in growth and getting results. So now when I start working with women, we start with their why, their context and intention. So when we come from a place in fear and scarcity, which is the comparison, the judgment, the competition, it's outcome focused, it's squishy and it's stressful. And the physiology knows this. It knows that it's squishy and stressful. So it becomes this chronic underlying stressor. So if we are using language or dialogue about going to sweat it out or burn off the calories or going to work out and our why is from a place of fear and scarcity, we are going to stagnate our growth. We're not going to get results. When we shift to a place of love and abundance and use movement as a tool to connect with ourselves, we enjoy the journey. We can get better results and we develop a deeper connection to others and ourselves. So training is exploration. It is about learning about your body. Training is movement. It is not just going to the gym and doing a workout for 45, 60 minutes. Training to me is about how can we inject this into our lives? How can we inject movement and blur the lines between training and moving? Movement should be a part of our life every day. Training isn't something that you do. It's a place that you go. And this comes back to the exploration. Training is really a lever to deeply connect to your body. What is the training teaching you? What is your body teaching you? What are you learning about your body? Training gives you skills like focus, determination, motivation, self-discipline. Uh, it teaches you about your physical body. Training shifts to the joy of the process, not the outcome. So training is about enjoying the journey. Often, so many women just want to get to the outcome. They want to get the result. They want to be able to do the five pull-ups or lose the weight. But if you are focusing on the outcome, this is what births that chronic underlying stressor. 
this is coming from a place of fear and scarcity. And it will take you longer to get there. So training really is about practicing your way into it. When a woman sees a training video of mine, I often hear, you are so strong and I wish I could do that. And I'll often reply with, would you like to learn? I would love to have you in my women's bodyweight strength class. And her reply will be, oh, I can't do that. Maybe when I get back into it, I'll come. I can't do a pull-up. I'm not strong enough. Or I would never be able to do that. The conversation then proceeds forward with me explaining that six years ago, I couldn't do a pull-up either. I had to practice my way into it. That the intention of class, the intention of having a teacher is really to gift you the tools and the process to develop the strength, to develop the practice so you can practice your way into a pull-up. So when we look at training or cultivating a new habit or trying to develop a new skill or we look at trying to improve our flexibility or get better at writing and speaking, we have to practice our way into it. It doesn't just happen. You need to cultivate skills like awareness and patience and focus, concentration, consistency. And these things come when you view training as a lever to connect to yourself and to the body. This is where you cultivate those skills and those tools. So what are you going to practice your way into? Training creates a tribe. It finds the disconnected and it connects them. So in my women's bodyweight strength classes, I have an amazing group of women who want to feel powerfully graceful, strong, connected. And sometimes when we try and do it alone, we get stuck. So we need someone to bring the energy, to bring the accountability, to bring the support and to bring the process. So I create the space and I bring those things. But the women in the class, they bring the energy and the joy and the laughter. And together, it's really a hell of a lot more fun than trying to do it alone. Training is less attached to the what and the how, so the A, Bs, and Cs, and he's more interested in the why, so the intent. What is A, B, and C comprised of, and how do they relate to each other? What is my why? Why do I train? For me, training is a way of living. It is my daily practices, uh, it's my discipline, my narrative, how I choose to nourish my body, how I choose to show up in the world. Training is also joyful, it's playful, and it needs to be fun. So the four questions you should ask yourself, what are you training for? How do you know if it worked? Where are you going from here? And what did training teach you today? So I invite you to explore what training means to you. 
If you have any questions, you can connect with me on Instagram at amykatebow. I also write a daily blog. You can sign up on my website, amykatebow.com. Thank you for making the space to listen today. Remember, take the long way home. Bye for now.